All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony in fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. 
So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com/disclosures for details. This is Germany and this is Brittany and this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. Welcome back. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. How's your weekend? My weekend was great. It was beautiful. Celebrated Germany's mom's and now stepfather. Yeah. I always, mom, to, I always get stepfather and father-in-law mixed up. He's not my father-in-law. <laughs> my mom got married this weekend. She did. It was a beautiful celebration. I was happy to be a part of it. Um, It turned, turned. A lot of love in the air. It was. So that was fun. And um, I went to a baby shower, so celebrated life as well of a friend. Expecting. That was fun, too. It was an eventful weekend. I was sick. I'm happy I got over it. Still got a little bit of a cough, but thankful that it didn't take me completely down because people are really getting beat the fuck up by whatever flu is going on. So try to take care of yourselves. It seems almost inevitable, so... Try to take care of yourselves out here. It's dangerous. Yeah, when I went to urgent care, the flu, the flu, the doctor <clears> said <throat> that this is probably one of the worst flu seasons they've seen in the last six years. What? Yeah. No, I believe them, though, because literally every time I look on social media, someone's like, oh, my God, I have the flu. People have been off work for two weeks. But some people don't have the flu. They have the cold. Oh. They think it's the flu, but it is a bad cold flu season. Whatever it is, it's crazy out here. And they're saying that it's almost unavoidable. How do you d differentiate, differentiate between a flu and a cold? The symptoms are different, but a lot of people are just classifying that they're just having the flu. But it could be like a cold, like a common cold, <clears throat> but it's not. 
But definitely make sure you take care of yourself. Wash your hands. That's the biggest thing that you can do. Wash your hands to rid yourself of any viruses and germs that might be sticking to you. And if you're still feeling sick after a while, take your ass to the urgent care because you could be battling something else. Yeah, if you, if it sticks around, you got to get it checked out. Yes. So, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. So, this weekend also was a big event for Queen B. She dropped her Ivy Park um, Adidas collaboration line that she's been promoing for a couple weeks now. So, it was a lot of anticipation and excitement built up around it. She looked cute. So, you know, the girlies were like, I need. And the girlies got because the shit sold out in one day. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And she had it at a lot of stores. She had it at ASOS. She had it at Adidas, Foot Locker, Finish Line, Nordstrom. It was all I over the Nordstrom place. I thought Nordstrom wasn't carrying it. They had it. Oh. That's what I was told, but Nordstrom had it. Mm. So, um, yeah, people were standing in line. Like, there were lines of, like, 200 people, 200-plus people at South Coast Plaza. I don't know if people got what they wanted to get in person, but... <laughs> I know a lot of people were a little upset that they didn't get all the all the things they wanted to get from online. I thought I was going to get the um, these little night joggers, but when I went online, they were out. I said, oh, okay, well, shit, I ain't getting no Ivy Park. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people seem to get at least something. Some a, a sweatpant, a sweat jacket, a hat. A hat yeah, it wasn't like super socks. exclusive. I hear only thing left are the socks. That's it? That's it. Now, who just wants It socks? wasn't like a Yeezy release, you know, like no. so many. It, it was not that. It, it's not really exclusive at all, but. It's it, it's just a lot of people got it. Yeah. So wanted and a lot of people got it. So, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people didn't get it either. So, I mean, there's some element of exclusivity there. But congratulations to Queen B. She does her thing and the people rally behind her and support. I love to seeing the people get the trunks and then. Some people didn't get trunks, but they still got a kit and caboodle. Somebody was like saying, some influencers. Some influencers got a kit and caboodle. I yeah. mean, got a um. They didn't get a trunk, but they got like a oh, care package. Yeah. They got a care package. Yeah. Some people were saying, "Oh, I can't believe she only gifted the trunk to celebrities." Like, the fuck did you expect that she just gonna send out the apparel to like regular regular people? No, that's not. She she sent that to them for marketing. I know, but people were saying know, like, that's what I'm, saying. That's why she I'm such it. a fan and she oh, didn't send no, it to like regular doing, people. She's not doing that. Like, um, the no. regular people are spending their coins. Go buy it. it. You right. got to spend your coin. If you're a regular person, you got to, that's just like with anything, like with concert tickets, she's giving them to the friends and family and we're buying them. Yeah. And we're pulling up. Um, but that was good. I think I thought that was good marketing. Yeah. It was great. Great tactics. She, you could tell who she really fucked with by the size of the trunk. Because certain people got a small trunk. Yeah, there was like a mini. I seen a Janelle Monet had a Janelle mini. Janelle had the mini. Yeah, I mean, she still did. it was stacked. Yeah, it did. Um, but then some Missy people Elliott. got the Yara size. Yeah, Missy got the small trunk joint. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't even know Missy got one. I didn't see what Missy was. I seen Missy. Missy get one. And Missy, Missy said that um, people want a video of her singing, uh, of Beyonce singing Signs. Capricorn Aquarius and that little meme of that black guy who dancing in front of that um that car, car that's moving slow. She said, this is going to be me in my Ivy Park because he had on a tracksuit. Capricorn Aquarius. I love Pisces, that song. Aries, I didn't even see what, what size Missy got. I didn't even know she got a trunk. But yeah, Missy got the a big, trunk. A few people got the big body benzes. Yeah. The close Yara, friends and family. Reese. Is Reese Miss a, Tina. Reese is a close friend? Well, they say that she, her and Beyonce have a nice relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know, like, how close, but, you know, she probably really fuck with her. Yeah. Um, Michelle, you know, Kelly, they got of the course. big, they got the big, uh, the big trunks. But, yeah, so that's the tea this week. Really, really nothing else going on. Yeah. I'm in tea, so we'll keep it moving. We want to talk about the ratings and reviews. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you already know what the fuck is going on. Ratings and reviews are important. And if you haven't left one, you're sick in the head. Go leave your review. If you're new here. Welcome. Welcome. And we really want to stress the importance of leaving a rating and review. It helps this podcast get into the ears of another willing to listen 
and appreciate woman, woman of color, black woman, and it helps elevate the platform. So please take the time, two seconds to at least rate. But if you have some words on your heart that you would love to share, we really love those. Kind words. Kind. Please be kind. I, I don't mean, understand what's the point of saying something if you're not going to say something kind. Just turn it off and go if it's not for you. That's what I do. And that's Bye. what I do too. I say, yeah, this this isn't really working for me and I go on about my day. Period. So let's highlight our review of the week. This one comes from Masadi G. She says, wake, I'm assuming this is she because we also have fellas tapping in too. So wake up, call, and realignment. I love the content from this podcast and how uplifting it is. I'm in a period of transformation and alignment with parts of me that were either lost or never discovered due to fear and stagnation. I'm coming out and evolving into the woman, okay, there we go, that I'm meant to be. The affirmations that this show provides are perfect for my current season. Such an amazing sense of community these two ladies are building. I love it. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Masadi. So kind. Thank you for taking your time out to leave us that. So, yeah, keep them coming. We appreciate them. Also, if you are new here, we're also on a Patreon journey. Patreon is a platform that creatives are using to garner support from their community. Uh, There's tons of bonus extra content over on Patreon. So join us over there so you can get the tea. Um, We've been on our Patreon journey since July. So we want to acknowledge our homegirls who have upgraded their pledges over on Patreon. We're going to give a shout out to Nia and Shayla. Thank y'all so much for changing your uh, pledge. That means a lot to us. And then we welcome, want to welcome the new homegirls, Chandria and Leticia. Welcome, welcome to our squad. Also, quick reminder, we do have the Homegirl Depot pins. And right now, if you join us over on Patreon, you get a free pin. So it's really good deal because the pin itself is like 10 bucks but if you join us over on patreon at the ten dollar at oc at the 12 at the ten dollar level then you get the pin for free and you get all the bonus content you get a discount so if you haven't already join us over there we'll send out your pin you'll be in the squad and we'll keep this bitch moving you'll have a pin to let everybody else know that you're a part of the squad Mm -hmm. so yeah Okay, last, week. last week's episode was episode 128. The affirmation that we chose to share was, I am optimistic that the changes I am implementing are pushing me towards my best self. Change is difficult. It not only makes us uncomfortable, but it challenges whatever habits and conditioning we're currently subjecting ourselves to. So in part series, in part two of our series, Make It Happen, Sis, uh, we chatted about ways to implement changes that will actually last. So this is our last year talking about things we need to do because they'll be getting done already. So hopefully y'all are feeling this. Hopefully y'all are feeling the series. We're keeping it going. We're finishing strong. Yes. Um, the girlies have, have said they are feeling the <clears throat> series. We are... More than halfway done with January, which means the ball's rolling. This year's not playing. It's moving just as quickly as all the other years move. So we got to get serious and not play with ourselves. And we were like, um, what else can we talk about? What else can we talk about? We talked about productivity. We talked about making changes that stick. And we thought it would be best to follow up with the importance of punctuality. Because there's going to be deadlines we're going to be presented with. There's going to be places that we need to go, people that we need to see, and we need to be on time. Can't be showing up late. It's important. So we thought that this would be fitting to chit-chat about. We know that we're working to be put-together mommies, and part of being a put-together mommy is being punctual. If you're pulling up late, if you're showing up late, guess what? You ain't put-together. Punctual and put-together. Punctuality is about consideration for others it's a sign that you have good manners and it also sometimes a sign that you're willing to cooperate which means okay this is a good person to work with we can do business together this is somebody that i can collaborate with Mm -hmm. um but if you find that you're not a punctual person this can be something that's really hard to change and we talked about change last week last episode Um, but 
it's not something that you can just wake up and be like, okay, I'm gonna be an on time person now. I be I'm late everywhere I go, but all of a sudden I'm gonna be on time. This is something that requires the same kind of commitment as you deciding you want to change your diet or you want to implement a new workout routine or you want to change a habit. It's something that's really going to take a lot of your energy and willpower to really change or modify. So hopefully by listening to this episode, you will be able to make some changes or if you're already punctual, just understand how important it is to continue to be punctual. And if you're not punctual, um, you don't have to feel bad because I was doing some research too. And it says that a lot of people who are late, that it's not their intention to be late. Some people, there's like a, a handful of people, a small percentage where, you know, they are intentionally late, but most people don't intend to be late. That's not their intentions. And it's when you tell a person to be, when you tell a person who's chronically late to be on time, it's like telling a person who's dieting and not eat so much. It's equivalent. Meaning like what? You're wasting your breath? No, like it's like you wouldn't tell somebody, a, a person who's trying to diet and lose weight to be like, you wouldn't say stop eating so much. You wouldn't tell a chronically late person to just be on time because the mindset is the same. Oh, I would. Maybe that's the problem because if I know someone's going to be late, I'll be like, come on now. Please be on time. Don't be late. Don't be late. Don't I be know, late. but the idea is that these people who are late, it's not necessarily their intention to. If you're overweight in your diet and it might not be your intention to be like overweight. You want to diet. You want to be better. Right. It's the same idea. Yeah. So I guess a way to find out if you're intentionally late or if it's something that's out of your control um, is to ask yourself a couple questions. And that's if you are late to everything or just certain type of engagements. And another question is, are you always late by the same amount of time or does it vary? Yeah, because some people like, they are usually always on time to, let's say, like extracurricular activities. But when it comes time to go to work, they ain't never on time. So it's like you do have the potential to be on That's time. That's my story. You just choose not to be. So there must be some underlying issue with the work. There's a reason why you're not on time to work, but you can be on time to your extracurricular activities. Yeah, because I feel like work, I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> I will see Until they be I like, um... You can't come here Which no is more. Sick because really, I'm supposed to be at work at eight. What like, time do you I can't get there. Mm, it depends. It depends on what's going on. Yeah. Anywhere from like eight oh five, eight fifteen. But I know why, and it's because of the way I've conceptualized getting to work. There's a big. There's a process here, and okay. we'll get to it because it's kind of um, outlined later in the episode. Got you. Do you deal with being late? No, I'm pretty punctual. Like Usually if I'm late, for the most part, I'm on time. Usually if I'm late, it's because of, it can be for a different amount of reasons. It can be because maybe I didn't prepare properly or maybe like something happened, like something outside of my control. But for the most part, I'm an on-time person. I will look at myself as a punctual person. Um. So yeah, I, I think the reason why I am on time or punctual is because I, I can't stand when people are late. <clears throat> it really kills me because I, I go out of my way to be on time. And so when other people don't, I'm like, damn it, what? why can't you be on time? And right. I mean, I get it, like you said in the beginning, that it's not necessarily always someone's intention to not be on time. But that doesn't negate the fact that it affects other people. Because it I'm does. like, you, we got to figure it out. I wait, I'm an early riser. And even if it's not like something having to do with the morning, um, I'm pretty good with like figuring out how much time it's going to take me to do what I have to do so that I can get to wherever I have to be on time. Yeah. <clears throat> I I can get to other, but not when it's time for me to go like do something outside of work, I'll be there on time. I'm hardly ever late. I'm like, oh, your function started at 2.30. I'll be there at 2.45. I mean, and that's just a wiggle room, so I'm not the first bitch there. Because I'm probably sitting in the car in the parking lot at 2.30. I'm infamous for being in the car, and then I'd be like, I hope nobody um, sees see me, me sitting waiting. in the car. Yeah, but like you mentioned, being late, it does impact other people. And when you're late, it also makes it seem like you have no empathy. It's disrespectful. It is. Because you don't care that people are just sitting around waiting on you. And nobody wants to wait for someone wondering if somebody is 
challenging you like nigga are you coming to get me on time or what or did you forget about a bitch as soon as people are late i'm like um hopefully everything's okay yeah <laughs> i'm waiting on them I, i'm on time they told me they was gonna be here i hope everything's okay yeah sometimes i'll get like that i figured because on sunday when i didn't tell you that we were gonna go a little bit late and then you called me i was like i was like this girl has lost her mind we are gonna be so late because that we were going the place where we were going, um, I thought we were supposed to be there at eleven thirty, and it it was going to take like at least twenty minutes to get there. Right. And um, it was eleven thirty eight, I think it was, and I'm like, okay, now we can't be this late. No, it wasn't that late because I said they're going to get there at twelve, and originally I or told maybe you it was eleven twenty eight or eleven eighteen, maybe or something like something where it, we was going to be late. Yeah. So I'm like, um. Well, I didn't even get to say it because as soon as I called and she picked up and she was like, I'm going to be leaving in two minutes or something. I said, well, I thought it started. At yeah, you said, don't, don't it start at 1130? 1130? I'm like, they're not getting there till 12. I'm like, oh, okay. Makes sense now because I thought we were still going for the 1130 time. And I'm like, you know, it's not just us, it's other people. So what the fuck is happening? But yeah, it was nah. a later start time. Um. But being <clears throat> being chronically late also has some sometimes also has to do with like people wanting to feel superior. Mm -hmm. I think that's when it can get sick. Like sometimes people, and you can identify if this is you, they'll pull up late because they want to show like I'm running shit. Yeah, like they gonna wait for me. The party don't start till I walk in type vibe, and it's like um, that's not okay. But some people do it so. Yeah, that also is a way to like assert some power in a relationship. That's really it. So it's really an underlying psychosocial issue. It's like psychological issues yeah. going on because if you're constantly struggling and if this is you, you probably need therapy. I, no, no, not being funny or anything. But if you're dealing with this and it's, a, you know, therapy. Yeah, we got to work through it. But like when we really don't want to go to a place and we have a like we're terrified of going, then we might show up like 20 minutes late to like our dentist appointment. Or if, you know, family is is ta taxing to be around your toxic ass family, you might show up dinner. to Thanksgiving or Christmas super, super late because you don't want to be around them all day. It's just like. All right, I'm gonna get there because I really don't want to deal with y'all anyway. Yeah. Or like you said, you're tr pulling up to the function, making everybody wait on you because you that nigga. Are you I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. Yeah, that's like, not bro. What are you doing? Showing up here late? I know somebody like that. I'm trying to think if I know somebody who does it because I know I know people that are late, but I don't know if I know anybody who's late because they want to show like a power, like you know. I don't, I don't think, think that I we know would anybody. know that unless they said this is what the fuck I'm doing. I know, but you know how sometimes you can kind of tell like why why people are late? Like I can tell you're late because of this or I can tell you're late because of that. I'm saying I don't know anybody that I can identify. That's why. I think if you're <clears> late, late, if you're late, then just say like when you show up, I need to feel like you're remorseful that you're late. Yeah. When you show up and you just acting like nothing ever happened, then no, I have a problem. That makes me even more upset. Then I have a problem. Like, there's no remorse here. You don't give a fuck that I've been waiting. Right. Now, that pisses me off. Makes me want to slap you with an open hand. <laughs> God. It does. Um, And you really, like, although there's different reasons why people are late and, you know, you're trying to show, you may be trying to show power or whatever is going on. You can really hurt yourself by being late. It can hinder your relationships, just like we're talking about how it makes us want to slap people or we get upset. I really get tight. Now we're really, yeah. it can really um, jeopardize how I interact with you if you're chronically late. It made me mad. And I, I can speak from this now. Here's a personal story. I remember my past relationship. The oh, nigga man. Was, the nigga, I'm like, how are you never on time, my boy? Like, get here on time. If I say we're going to be somewhere at 3, don't show up in my house at 3. Period. Like, I'm a timely bitch. That would I want to be there on time. time. And I, if I say we have to get there, we have to factor in driving. Now you want to whip my motherfucking car with a goat cart handling. 
I already drive a goat. I already drive, I drive a Mini Cooper, and I always talk about the goat car handling. But come on, don't think you' about to get in here and get in my car and smash off fast like a NASCAR. Man, I'm like, slow down. We should have left sooner. Now we're in the car smashing because you showed up to my house late. I hate that. Pisses a, me off. I have a story about that. So I already told y'all I'm punctual, and uh, this nigga I was dealing with was not. Not at all. Like, I'm like, you literally have zero sense of time. Like, yeah. or you just do what you want to do as if you can just do whatever. Like, there's yeah. a reservation and you just pull up. So it was Valentine's Day. And I'm like, okay, of course, my hands weren't in the plan. So no control. No right. control on my end. I'm just showing up. So I'm like, you know, what time can I be ready? What time do I need to be ready? He wasn't telling me what time the reservation was. He just said, be ready by blah, blah, blah time. So I'm like, okay, let me be ready because I don't know where the reservation is. I can't gauge like how long it's going to take us to get to where we need to get. So, you know, I'm getting ready and, you know, we get, we both get ready he wants to take pictures um, after we get dressed. So I'm thinking we're on time, right? And I'm like, oh, we're God. taking pictures. The photo. You know, house. I don't know what time the reservation is. So when we finally get into the car, um, the nigga is doing a lot on the freeway. And I'm like, what time is the reservation? You know, you are. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, what time is the reservation? And he was like, we going to make it. And I'm like, now yeah. I'm getting anxious. Yeah. Because I'm like, in my head, I, I, the shit starts going. I'm like, it's Valentine's Day. If we're not on time, they're probably going to cancel the reservation. Oh, my God. Da, 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 da. So we finally get to the, um, it was all the way in Beverly Hills. You know, that's a sick ass commute getting off the freeway and getting and in there and parking and all. Yeah. So we finally get there and you know, at this point we're speed walking out of the car. We're speed walking yeah. up into, up to the restaurant. So we get to the restaurant and I'm like he we got there. I want to say we got there at 7:30. And he was trying to talk low to the to the host talking about yeah, we had a reservation for 6. <gasps> for 6:30 and I'm like Oh, Jeremy. No. I was like, are you kidding me? Did they let y'all sit? Thankfully, but I mean. Oh, yeah, that's tacky. <laughs> the fuck? Like, how are we an hour late? And it wasn't like there was like traffic or an accident. It's that you didn't have it together because we should have been here. And I'm like, you know what? At this point, thankfully, everything is going smooth. I'm glad that I didn't know because I would have had attitude for something that I didn't even coordinate. Yeah, I would have been but, pissed. Yeah. I would have been like, oh my God, it's 6.30. Every minute that went by, I would have been sweating like. Mm, mm. I don't like that. And, I'm, and, and dealing with that nigga, it was that a lot. Because. Yeah, I've been in that boat. My God. And I'm like, you got to do better with your time management, bro, bro. Because this is sickening. But that's the thing. Like, as a punctual person, I was so worried about those plans. Because that's just my nature. And. Most people who are punctual tend to have personality traits like being conscientious, agreeable, maybe maybe even a little neurotic, cuckoo, or controlling because it's like we want to make sure we get to places on time because of how we may be perceived or just because the expectation that we set for ourselves. And then people who are the opposite don't show, be given a damn. Yeah, they don't show up at all. Um, I'll get there like, when I get there. It's like, it's not a big deal. I mean, I'm here, right? A type A personality versus a type B personality. Yeah. And there's a little test um, that was done or that people use to gauge how one sees time. And it would be to have a person read a book and tell them to stop when they think they're at 90 seconds. A type A, no, I don't even want to say a type A person. A person who's likely to be more punctual will stop way before 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Whereas a person who is probably late or tardy will stop way after 90 seconds. Yeah, like, oh, it's because I don't see that. I saw that too. They were like um, people who are often not punctual get so lost in time like yeah it'll be it'll be an hour gone by and they'll be like it hasn't been 20 minutes like no it's been an hour that's what it's been an hour not nowhere near 20 minutes well i always tell her like my nigga you don't gauge time well like and really an hour goes by so fast because even when i give myself an hour i'm like oh shit this time went by fast what does it conceptualize time well at all i'm like (laughs) sis you're supposed a to be lot here of lay 10. People, a lot of lay people don't. 
I'm like, the fuck? So there's a book entitled Never Be Late Again, Seven Cures for the Punctually Challenged by Diana DeLonzer. And Diana has divided the late arrivers into different categories. So maybe listen out in here for your category or someone in your life's category. And then we'll figure out how to work through it after we've talked about it. Yeah. So the rationalizer, this person has a hard time acknowledging responsibility for lateness and tends to blame outside some circumstances. Mm. This is me when I be late like to work. Like the traffic. Mm-hmm. I woke up late. Yep. That This person never fully admits that tardiness is their problem. Mm. So there's always external factors like you mis- mentioned, traffic, family matters, the rain, the weather. Uh, my dryer broke. I got locked out of the house. It's always something. Always something else, not you. Rationalizing why you're late. So then there's the producer. So the producer wants to squeeze as much into every minute as possible. These are the people that are always busy. You always got something going on. You're overscheduling your days. You go for a run. You're cleaning the house. You got to take your kids to school. You got to pick up the laundry. You're helping somebody else's kids. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you're all and you're late. Yeah. Too much on your plate. And this is a you think you can do all of this in an hour. Right. Like I could go drop the kids off, I could grab that, I could get this, I could make make somebody some lunch. Or you're double booking. You think you can go to everybody's events. I'm the hair to, shop. I'm vibe. gonna go to TT's birthday party and also her graduation. Like sometimes you have to pick an event because you're showing up hella late trying to kill hella birds with one stone and it's annoying. Yeah. So there's also the deadliner. This person subconsciously enjoys the last minute sprint to the finish line. So they feel more alive when they're running out of time. These people find it hard to be productive and motivated without a crisis looming over their heads. That work better under pressure. Yeah, it's like I got to go way across town to drop this off (laughs) right before they close and they close in five minutes. I got to fast like a NASCAR. Hate it. The ex nigga hate it it's like uh-uh because it could have been prevented now we racing almost about to die yeah this is the person who waits till they have one dollar in their pocket to go to the atm at the cash only function exactly like damn man like and i gotta go i gotta stop oh man yeah. it's like you gotta be at the function at a certain time we already late yeah but you still gotta stop and get a bottle when you could have got a bottle and stop and get gas yeah go get your hair cut on like damn yep um, there's also the indulger. So the indulger exercises less self-control and tends to procrastinate. Mm. Mm. So this person doesn't feel like going wherever they have to go. So you take as long as possible to get there. So like we mentioned earlier, the family function, the doctor's appointment, work, maybe work. Yeah. Whatever it is, you are taking your time. It's You're like, I'll get there when I get there. I didn't really want to come anyway, come and hella late yeah i didn't want to see this fam- raggedy family so I i'll get the last piece the, of turkey i just wanted to show face coming up at the last 10 minutes of the function like oh yeah i just wanted to show face so you can say you were that here. i became yes, so they can't exactly. say i didn't come mm-hmm. so then we have the rebel and this person resists authority and everyday rules this person is probably running late as a form of control. Mm-hmm. So they like the idea of knowing people are waiting on them. Oh no! Perhaps they're a bit insecure. So having people wait on them makes them feel more important. This is really, really rare. This is a rare type of person. Um, but I don't want to meet anyone like they that's still late exist. To like this. The narcissist. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine this. Yeah. I can see this playing out. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've met, had anybody close to me be this type of person. Then there's um, the absent-minded. So the the absent-minded professor. Mm -hmm. The absent-minded professor is easily distracted, forgetful, and caught up in their own introspection. So this person has a hard time getting from point A to B without getting distracted by C, D, and E. Oh, I was in the middle of doing this, but then uh, TT called, and I had to talk about her, about her family issues, and I got sidetracked or... I, I had the to side go track. do this. I had to go do that. Um, or this might look like you trying to leave the house, but then you're like, I don't left the computer or the stove on, the flat iron on. I gotta go back. I forgot my. Th- I forgot the gift. Mm-hmm. You get distracted, and now you're late. 
Yeah, and even when you get distracted, you got to do something. Well, like if you leave, if you go back in the house, you shut the blinds on. Something else pop up. Yeah, a water bottle. Now you got to fill your water bottle up. Then you notice the dog ain't got no water. Then you pour some dog water in the bowl. I feel like, like this would be my grandma. It's a She's bunch so of shit. easily distracted. It's a bunch of shit. Then we have the evader, and this person feels anxiety about his or her environment, and thus they try to control it. Um, their own routine and their own needs come before being on time to an event, before leaving the house on time. Now I know this type. Nothing else matters except for making sure that all their shit is together. So this person is the one who can't seem to get out of the house on time for a function. They have to build, I mean, they have to have the perfect situation before departing. So they probably are changing their outfits hella times, fixing their hair over, laying their baby hair down twice. Finding the perfect music to get dressed to, although I you mean, done took your time. It's it's a whole, a whole ordeal. Their routine is super, super important. So I can say that I don't work well with this type of person, like frequently, like say, yeah, if I had someone, if you were this type of person, it wouldn't work. Me? Yeah. Because, you know, we go to a lot of places together where we yeah. have to, where we're relying on each other for to time. be on time. And so if every single time we had to go somewhere, I had to worry about this. I would be like, oh, good girl stressing me out. This is the kind of person I don't want to travel with. Yeah. <clears throat> Like, this is probably the, this is why I don't go to Vegas with, I mean, this is why Vegas. I don't, I mean, I'm just saying, I've gone to Vegas with a handful of women and it sucked because everybody has a different conceptualization yes. of time, which I know time is a construct, but <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, my nigga, if we all agree that eight o'clock is eight o'clock and eight o'clock is departure, then I want to be departing. Right. And I'm not somebody who takes a hell of long to get ready. Like, eh. I don't take hell long. The mascara takes me the longest. I'm not like a full beat kind of person. I'm right. pretty quick with my clothing. So when bitches be taking two and three hours, I'm like. Or if we say like collectively, okay, what time are we planning on getting there? Okay, we're going to get there at 10. That and means, then we're not getting there till midnight. It's like, that come never, on. I hate that. That'll never work for me. And that happens, especially with the group Vegas shit. It's like. People, that's what happened to me in Vegas. And that's why I said, y'all go ahead and go. Damn, you were that mad? I was. What happened? I was very mad <laughs> because what? we all started getting ready at like maybe seven or eight. And we were like, OK, we're going to leave here at 10 or whatever time it was. Mm -hmm. And I was dressed. I literally wore a bodysuit with a skirt. Damn. My hair was in pin curls. I took the pin curls out. I put, I really wasn't wearing no makeup back then, like nothing. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have no eyebrows, really. I didn't even groom my eyebrows. I put on some mascara. Oh, some blush. She was wearing blush <laughs> back then. Damn. And a lip. And I was done. And these bitches were flattering in their weeds, putting on a full face, smoking, getting ready. It, I swear to God, I was laid out on the bed waiting on them. They weren't ready until 11 or 12 o'clock. What time did y'all start getting ready? Like seven or eight. Are you kidding me? It took five hours? At least three or four. How many of y'all were? Was it? It was like five of us, four of us. Oh, no, that's four or unacceptable. Five. So then it was like... It was like uh, like midnight when they were about to go. And they were like, okay, let's go. And I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, y'all go. And I'm in. I was like, y'all go ahead and go. And one of the girls was like, no, you're going. We're not staying here. And I said, y'all aren't. I am. I'm staying here. <laughs> did you and know she, these people? Or was I it did, like but I had never traveled to Vegas with oh, them. Oh, okay. And she was like, well, then if you're not going, you're going to drive us. Because we're not. Bitch, did, she didn't know me this well, clearly. What? She was like. If you're not going in, you're going to drive us so that we're not we're not catching the shuttle or Uber. You're going to drive us and you're going to pick us up. I said, oh, bitch, please. I said, bitch, you better get out of here. <laughs> bitch, you guessed it. I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> you got me all the way fucked up. LOL at the bitch. You better get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bitch. a pussy asshole could never. I'm like, get out of this room. Go on about your night. And they came, they went, and I didn't pick nobody Yeah, up. at this big age, I'm traveling with people that um, like, know what bitch. the fuck is. It's too much. Like, it's just too much. If it much. take you, and I and no tea, no shade on it, taking people, taking taking people I three, four out, hours. If it takes you three or four but hours, get then up get up time. three or four hours ahead of time so that by the time you're done, we, we're at the same pace. Period, because I'm a, like a 
really our max person to get ready. Right. And I mean, hour and 30 and that's yeah. me fucking around. Everybody's time is their time because everybody has different routines. Right. So, you know, whatever you need to take, take it, but just be mindful of the other people. Don't have me sitting around at eight and you're still pressing. No, you can't start at eight. If it takes you three hours, you know, you got to start at five. Period. So poo. that nobody's waiting on you. That's all that it's all about consideration. And that's why let's talk about why being punctual is important. Let's Great talk segue. About it. Because we ain't just we ain't just it's not just Bitchy. important because we be irritated. <laughs> There's some real reasons why being punctual is important. So it's important because being punctual strengthens and reveals integrity. Mm-hmm. This is character right here. Character. Okay. When you're on time, it shows others that you're a woman of your word. Yeah. I'm I'm big on that. If I tell people I'm going to be somewhere, I want to be a woman of my word and be there if it's in my control. Yeah, of course. Period. It's important. Being punctual also shows that you're dependable. So I need to implement this more for work because they probably like, this isn't not a dependable employee. employee. <laughs> Although I am because I'm going to be hella calling out. Uh, nah. There you go. Doing <laughs> yeah, the rationalizing. Yeah, the justification. <laughs> but seriously, being punctual shows that you're dependable. When it comes down to, like I said, social shit, and being there for my friends, if I say I'm going to pull up on you at said time, I'm pulling up on you at said time and you know you can count on me. Now I'm big on this. Period. Especially when it comes to um, assembling a function. Yeah. Assembling something. If you tell somebody, don't volunteer, don't say you're going to be a part of if you know that you're not punctual because you can make or break the function. Yeah. And you, I'm relying on you. And I'm relying on you. Right. And yeah. I hate when I have to tell people. Be there at 10 when they really don't have to be there till 11. Yeah. Just be there when you say you're going to be there because it does show. Be you there good. when you say you're going to be there. It does show that you're, <laughs> that you're dependable. And I love dependable people. Um, It's also important to be punctual because it helps build your self-confidence. Your right? confidence. Your confidence. So this is going back to the self. When you show up on time and not other, it not only tells other people that you're dependable, but it teaches you that you can depend on your goddamn self. Mm-hmm. Keep the promises that you make. Like not, the Lord does. Yeah, it's not always about other people. But once you keep the promises that you make to yourself, you'll be like, you know what? I do what I say I'm going <laughs> to do. And part of that is being on time, whether that's waking up on time, showing up on time, just being on time. Yeah. Also, and it's that whole uh, mindset about self-mastery. Yeah. Right. And you won't, it, it helps build that. that um, You're in control. You're the captain of your ship. It helps build that up. Yeah. So also being punctual assures that you're at your best. After you're riding someone's bumper all goddamn morning, yeah. <laughs> speeding like a maniac, scanning for the cops and cursing at red lights, it's hard to then turn your focus to make a presentation or a meeting or be charming on a date because you are shaken up and depleted from your adrenaline and stress. But when you show up on time and even early, then you have a few minutes to collect your thoughts, to review your materials, to put your game face on, to put a little lip on, honey. You have time to really be... To show up as your best self. Show up as your best self. This is me. She is me. I love showing up. I don't... I hate showing up frazzled. Yeah. It, it takes away from the, the good time you could be having yeah, or the impression that you're trying to make, especially if it's like a job interview or a date. Imagine that running in like, oh, shit, I done well, forgot to put on my perfume and I didn't, well, I didn't earrings. put on my, that happened to me. I know, Saturday. you forgot your earrings. That, and it's because I was running late. I had, had to be there at 12. I knew you were too. When I you told to me you were going to be there at 12.06, I said, oh. I know, I had to be there at 12. And um, my GPS, once I put it in my phone and it said I was going to be there at 12.06, I ran out and forgot my keys. <laughs> so I was like, damn it, this is why I got to be on time. But it was okay because you still showed up on time. And you know whose fault it was? Yours. Missy's. <laughs> oh, no. Missy's. I had to walk my dog twice because I knew I was going to be gone all day, right? The first time, she didn't shit. And so I was like, <laughs> I got to take her on another quick walk. To yeah. see if she can get that out because I don't want to come into the house. It was a surprise. <laughs> I'm like, girl, just do what I tell you to do. Um, okay, so another Sick. thing. Being punctual also helps build and reveal your discipline. Okay. Mm-hmm. It shows that you're good at organizing your time and also that you pay attention to detail. You look like you're put together. <laughs> <laughs> to simply put, you look put together. Yeah. And you're disciplined. We talked about that. 
being punctual also shows your respect for others, period. That's the big one. Your respect. Respect. When you show up and you're not respectful, then you make me want to disrespect you. I know. You make me want to slap you. It does you. feel disrespectful. When it does. When people show up late, it's like, you're disrespectful. I'm going to tell y'all a story. What? Brittany and I went out. Oh, I'm in this. Yes. With my, my little stepbrother. Oh, my God. My little stepbrother. Yes, we did. <laughs> So we took my little stepbrother out on a town on a town with the older gals. He's a young buck, a young bull, meaning he don't know what the fuck is going on. So we pull up. We're like, come out with the girls. I tell him we're pulling out. We're going to leave here at eight. I even gave some grace. Eight fifteen. Do y'all know he didn't pull up until almost nine o'clock? And the thing is, when he pulled up. He, he was brushing his he motherfucking up, hair. So he, we've already been sitting waiting for him. He sits in his car, music on 10, brushing his hair, looking at us, look at him like. I'm like, does he the, not know we in this car? Like, Get into the car, you're late. Then he gets into the car. And I say, hey, we're punctual gals over here. He's going to say, how y'all doing tonight? Or, he I'm just like, didn't give a damn. He I'm didn't like, say, how don't my you bad care? for being late. I'm sorry. So that let us know that he doesn't you don't care. care. And more and more, I've seen that this is a character trait. It is. That he likes to pull up late. And I see that you can't hang out. <laughs> because, no, we're both very punctual. We are. And it could have been something where we definitely, you didn't know the nature of the event. It could have been if you are not here on time, you lose your reservation or anything. Yeah. So yeah. be on time. And I, people shouldn't have to tell you that. It should just be, this was a time I'm giving. I'm going to try my best to get there at that time. And I was friends with somebody who was chronically late all the time. And I'm like, chronically late or flaking? Oh, no. I'm like, how you not here when you say you're going to be here? Like, late, late all the time. It's hour. just hard to work with. Hour, two hours. Like, I'm going to come get you at one. You don't show up till 2.30. And outside of the social settings. Or I'm not coming at all now. Right. And outside of social settings, we are working on being business women. And we are going to be rubbing elbows with people that need us to be on time. And you need to be on time. Do you think somebody going to take you serious if you come in a rock nation late? Period. Would you show up to Barack Obama's office late? No. Would you show up to close a deal of a lifetime late? No. And so that's why you need to start now building up these skills so that when it's time to really get some shit cracking, you don't have to figure out how I'm going to be on time. It's I'm already an on time bitch. This ain't no problem. This is what I do. And that's why I need to be on time for work because I can't yeah. just decide when I'm going to be. Work is work. When I'm going to be together. Right. If I'm together, I'm together 24-7-365, baby. Yeah. Be on time. Period. To work starting tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna be there on time. Even though you gotta it's late get today. up earlier. I know. It's my morning routine helps with that. So we'll we're gonna get there. So let's get into the tips. So yeah. here are some tips to help you be punctual. Figure out why you're always late. Mm -hmm. Is it because you're waking up late? Is it because you didn't properly gauge the route? Sometimes you may have not never been on this route. Maybe the one time you did go, it was a holiday and there wasn't any traffic. That's why Waze is your friend. Yeah, figure it out. It's That's the gym time. this week, Waze. Yes, it's live time traffic. It lets you know you can even plan a trip. It'll send you alerts. Figure out why you're late so that you won't be late. Yes. <coughs> Pardon me, y'all. I'm battling still. Um, next, figure out and learn your personal internal clock. So some of us, not me, wake up and spring up like a chicken. Like Brittany said, she's a morning person. I'm not a morning person like that, so that's not my personal clock. But if you know that you're not a super morning person and it's going to take you to get to work, eat your breakfast, get settled, right. meditate, whatever you do, and you can't really, you're not really awake until 10, don't schedule meetings and shit at 8. Right. Because you know likely you're not going to be functional or you, you'll or be, late. be late. Yeah. If you know that that's your process, then give yourself a moment to get to work. I mean, you know, get, get, get where you got to get, get where you got to get. And that's with anything, not just work, whatever. Yeah. So learn your personal clock, learn your own internal clock. Yeah. Don't. Oh man. Another story, a quick story. I was, um, I need to be picked up. I was coming. I had took the Greyhound. Oh, I, was I like, took the Greyhound, the ghetto from the Bay to LA, right? Yeah. <laughs> It was so How long was that? Like an eight hour ride? No, it was like six. They have oh, okay. like express. So I needed to be picked up and 
I knew, since I got in early, like I was going to get back to LA like about six. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to go to work. I was getting back on a Monday. I was going to go to work straight from the Greyhound or whatever, or go pick up my car, whatever I needed to do. So I asked this nigga, I'm like, pick me up from the Greyhound, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Germany. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And because I'm punctual, because I know this Mm-mm. nigga's flaky, I'm calling ahead of time. Like I'm coming in at, um, I'll be in at mm. blah, blah, blah time, you know, giving ample warning. The day of, Mm-mm. at 5 o'clock, I'm like, you know, be there in an hour. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. Once you get the nothing, my heart is already yeah, beating yeah, yeah, like this, yeah. and he ain't responding to this. Hopefully, you know, he wakes up by he the time. Ain't awake, he ain't getting and my that's calls. why I was sending, like, the, you know, the, the fire signals. Yeah, yeah, the smoke signals. I pull into the station. There's no, still nothing no, on my phone. No, There's no, still nothing on my phone. And so I'm like, ha, ha, ha. So... I'm like, you know, I'm going to give him a little time. Lord, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to give him a little time. I, I need to know where you at. I get my thing. Uh-uh. I get off that bus. And this is when I call. No more texting. I'm like, I have to talk to you now. I call. There's nothing. <laughs> it's dead. Jeremy, nope. I felt like an orphan. I, did you know that I sat at that bus station? No. Why didn't you call an Uber? The Uber wasn't Because he back had in. my house keys. Oh, Listen to me when I say <laughs> you didn't catch I the was bus fucked this from time. the front end. You, <laughs> you didn't catch the bus this time. You was on a flight. Well, oh, I that had other to come time. Over. That was another time. Period. And this, poo. you see pattern. So, um, I sat at that bus station, which is already the ghetto. I'm already having feelings of abandonment. I'm irritated. It's getting closer to the time that I have to be at work at this point, and the call is not being answered. <laughs> but. So finally, he comes after an hour, whatever. He so now finally it's like wake seven? Up. Yeah, he finally wakes up. He overslept, <sighs> didn't have phone on silent, not prepared. But I said all that to say, that was my fault. I know this nigga's internal clock. He's not a morning person. Yeah. The nigga's up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> if you're coming in at midnight, that's who you call. Yeah. If you're coming in at 6 a.m., call a homegirl who's up. Yeah. Responsible. <laughs> who's ready for business. Who's ready. Who goes to work. Or who at least will have that phone on. <laughs> Like, I was so irritated. You know, I gave a thorough curse out when I got in the car. I said, this yeah. don't make no goddamn, goddamn sense. sense. Yeah. I have to be at work. I called you. I told you. I've been telling you for a week. And <laughs> it's your I bad. I can't depend on you. All that We shit. love to say we can't depend. Oh, anyway. But be laid up with our legs open. Twat, No, ready. this one. You can't de- I can't depend on, on you, but you, you want to depend, depend on, on me this. for a little bit of pleasure. You're depending on this. For a little pleasure. No. No. Actually, no one's depending on no one. Never no more. Mm-mm, bye. Okay. Okay. Back to the tips. Um, you also have to really pay attention to how long things or tasks take you to do. If you yeah. know that it takes you 40 minutes to put on your mascara, you got to factor <laughs> in the 40 minute mascara application. Don't be playing yourself like, okay, I'm gonna save, you know, 10 minutes when you know it takes longer. Or if you know that you have to do whatever you have to do, you have to flatter in your hair, apply a beat, factor that in. Don't play yourself. Give yourself a little cushion too. And this is exactly why it takes me an hour and 30 minutes because 40 of those minutes, (laughs) (laughs) seriously, 40 of those minutes, I'm putting on my mascara. The other time, but then, then you know what? I don't even factor in the takeoff. You you got to factor that, that, that in, that, sweetie. That's for twenty twenty, yeah. Well, you need ten more minutes to factor ten to take fifteen. And huh? Ten to fifteen more. I think forty five would be everything. I could probably put you it on and take in, it off. I don't want to keep getting into the car and seeing you do that. Yeah, I'm not because we'd be almost crashing if she's a driver. No, and you know what else? I'm always late to work because you do that at work. Uh-uh, no. I mean, I just put it all the way on at work. Okay. I underestimate the time it'll take me. I'm like a down-to-the-minute kind of person. Like, when I lived really, really close to work, I could get to work in like seven minutes. So then I'll be like, I need to leave work in t- I need to leave here in 10 minutes to get to work. So you got to allow five, a grace period, because there could be an accident. Right. That's why you're but a rationalizer, because you'll be like, it wasn't me. I had it down to the minute. And, it wasn't Yeah. And even my mom will, I'll be like, mom, I... I could leave here at 1053 and I'll get to work. And she'd be like, why are you down to the minute 1053 like that? And Right. And I'm like, um, because that's how my mind works. But yeah, and, and a big thing is I can't underestimate how long it'll take me to do something. Give yourself a little more time. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah. now it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> so set your clocks a few minutes early. That's a great tip. Um, one platform suggested or one article suggested setting it a few minutes early every day. Like so that you kind of forget, like play with the clock. Like today my stove said it. is early. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> yeah, it's only one minute now, but before it was oh, a little bit. It needs to be more. But uh, it recommended setting the clocks like five minutes here, two minutes in your room. So you really don't know if it's 11 minutes off, yeah, 12 minutes people off. People do that in their car. Set it like 10 minutes earlier. But then I'm the kind of person that'll be like, I know it ain't 10 minutes early. Nah. You know? Like no. I, I don't I don't forget. Don't I'll it. always remember. Yeah, I think setting the clocks early is definitely a good tip because it's like, okay, you look if you look at this clock and you think I only have ten minutes and it's like you really have fifteen extra minutes. But I you'll be like, it. actually I have I have fifteen because that's five minutes. Back. Yeah, that's how I am. I'd be like that, like, no, nah, uh uh, you ain't getting me. Um another thing you can do is put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you feel? I guess you probably wouldn't give a fuck, but think about it now. Right. Don't, I don't want to wait on you. Think about how they feel. Think empathy. about how they feel. Have some empathy and put yourself in their shoes. Yes. Next, we're going to be waking up. <coughs> Y'all, I'm, I bless apologize. You. That was a cough. Wake up earlier, implement a solid bless morning you routine. Still bless you with <laughs> We've been implementing a solid morning routine with our Miracle Mornings and our BGB Mornings, which helps. Um, when I can have a solid morning routine and work up, wake up on time and pray and do my devotional, then I notice that I have ample amount of time to get up and get myself ready and get to where I'm going to be. And this, I'm less frazzled. I'm not rushing. I'm walking a dog. I'm not rushing him to shit and do all his, his business, business in five minutes. Right. It's like, okay, cool. I have time. And I always feel like more successful when I get there and I'm like, oh, it's 7.55. Yes. So, yeah, implementing a solid morning routine definitely can help. And if you know that you struggle with the mornings, then you can prep the night before. Yeah. If you have to lay out your clothes, have your your lunch already packed so that that's not a step. You got to pack your lunch in the morning. I've been packing my that. lunch at night now. I hate packing the lunch in the morning. I prefer to, to just be packed at night so I can just grab and go. Yeah. Um, do whatever you need to do in the morning so that, you, I mean, at night so that you can have a successful morning and be on time. Yeah, like ironing your clothes. That's so middle school. I need to do that with my gym clothes so that when I get home. Oh, yeah, I do that. You need to take that bag to work so that when you come home, you literally just got to walk the dog and go. I change it to my gym clothes at the job. I just come in, grab the dog, take him out and be back on road. I wish I could walk the dog after. Oh, no. You could do that in the summer. Why? Because it's later. It's brighter later. I'm thinking about her bladder, though. You know, I don't want to make her wait another hour. Oh, okay. That's but, kind. Yeah. So another tip, last tip, is to avoid distractions. So don't be on your phone watching YouTube. Don't be trying to watch Power. Right. And get all your episodes and your shows going and on Twitter. It's yeah. easy to get distracted. It is. Especially in the morning when you have shit to do. So, I mean, in any time of the day. If yeah. you know you have to be somewhere at a certain time. Don't let things get, you know, get all in your way. And remember to stay organized. Keep all your shit in a specific place because your keys will get lost. You'll be disheveled. You can't find your socks. Aren't made it up. So then you got two mismatched socks. Nothing like being ready to step out the door and you can't find your keys. Somebody waiting for you. Yeah, or you can't find your other shoe because you didn't put this up. You can't find your earrings, your scarf missing. Yeah, that happens to me when my clothes <clears throat> when my clothes aren't folded because now I'm digging through a bag trying to find this and that. When it's like if it was hanging up or folded, I can go straight to it. Period. I was um Mariah had put a story up and she said nothing will humble you more than look looking for a uh, a pair of matching socks oh, when you're trying to go somewhere. That was me the other day. I said we will be mismatched. And it's a shame that that must have been um, on Saturday. That was me. Because I was I already late. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to come out of these boots. And I was out of the boots. You sure were. But and that's why I should have been more organized. But my clothes were not in that bag. My clothes were in the bag. But guess what? They ain't in the bag now. I folded them yesterday. Yeah, I need to fold mine. Because I was like, I can't be digging for these little bitty ankle socks. It's tough. Going yeah, those bags. It's so hard. And all I had was the big old white tube socks matching. I'm like, oh, man, this is the ghetto. The big old sock. 
So, yeah. Um, the bottom line is being punctual overall will help you, right? Yeah. You got to be on time. It's, it's valued. And it's something that you should place at the top of your priority list. If you're struggling with it, we understand. It's not something that'll change overnight. But it can change and needs to change. Mm -hmm. If you want to get some shit done and get some stuff accomplished for yourself and for others. So we hope that you guys found these this information and these tips helpful and useful. That's always our goal. Yes. And um, like Germany said, the, the gym this week. Is the ways app. Use it. Use ways. ways. I like that better than Apple Maps if you're using the iPhone. Yeah, I like it now better too. Or but for a long time, iPhone use Google Maps. Google so Maps. Even if you if you have an Android, I was stuck on Google Maps for a long time. And you know what? If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it on Instagram. I forgot to mention this earlier, but uh, what we're doing in 2020 is trying to increase our engagement on social. So make sure you follow us. Tell all of your homegirls to follow us over on Instagram, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.